Hello world, you are listening to Town League Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome back world to Townley Money Basics. Last week we talked about cash flow. That's money coming in, money coming out. Hopefully you're starting to think about how money comes into your life. There's different ways that money comes into your life and also how it leaves. So we're going to start talking about how we're going to track that. This week we're going to concentrate on the offense, the income side. We're going to talk about what income is and what forms it comes in. Income comes in lots of different forms. Sometimes it's a gift. Someone just gives you money. Sometimes it's from royalties. Sometimes, unfortunately, people pass away, but they do leave us money. That's called an inheritance. We get inheritance. And then there's money that's just found on the street. Lucky guy. Sometimes you may find a $20 bill and you feel great and it makes your day that much better. There's also different other different types of income, but I want to break it down into basically two camps. There's active income. This is receiving money in exchange for performing a service. Now, what are some ways that we can actively pursue income, right? We can go to work and get a job and have a wage. Typically, this is done on an hourly wage. If you work in retail, if you go to work for Whataburger, they'll pay you an hourly rate. So you're exchanging your time for money. Other ways is if you are, say, a waitress or a bartender and you get tips. So in addition to a very small wage, hourly wage, you would also get tips based on your service. If you give good service, you may make more money. That's tips. You could have a salary. That's where you get paid the same no matter what, no matter how many hours you put in, but you're paid to produce a good or service in a timely manner and you may have a pre-negotiated rate and you make the same money every paycheck. And then there's commissions. These are folks that they're, they're strictly sales and they only make money when they sell something. So if, you, if they go on vacation, they're not making money. Whereas other folks that have hourly or even salary, usually they build up time and they're able to take time off and they're still paid for that. When you're working commissions, typically you only get paid when you sell a good or service. So what are the pros to active income? If you're actively working for income, some of the good things about it is you get that feeling of earning money. I'm trading my time for money. So there's a sense of accomplishment. I'm here for an hour. I get paid $15 an hour. Then I, I've earned that $15. So that's, that could be good. You can also feel like you're off from work. If you, if you do work for hourly, if you're not getting paid, you are off. So there's no more responsibility for you to that job or active that active income. So this could be good or bad, right? If your salary, you don't get to turn that off, but, but you're still trading your time. And so sometimes you may work even longer. But for the most part, you can divide time where you are actively trying to get income and when you don't. And that's more of an hourly discussion. And then socializing with others. Typically, when you are working for money, if you're not a knowledge worker, and I know we've been in a pandemic and a lot of people have been working from home, but even then, you're still on meetings with other folks. So you're actively engaged with others or customers full-time. So you get that human connection. It's Sometimes it's nice. Now, what are some of the cons of active income, right? It involves you and your time. So if you are not actively working, you are not actively making an income. It kind of sounds straightforward, but it's true. And the other thing is there's only so much you can do in a time. So you may be limiting yourself as far as 
what your earning potential could be because you can only work for one employer at a time. I guess technically you work for more, but that would be unethical. But you kind of have a limitation set on you on how much you could do or perform, even if you're selling or in commissions. You're going to be limited to what you can do because there's only one you and you're trading your time for money. So, and then others, you know, tell you what to do. Typically, if you're actively working for someone else, you're getting direction from someone else. You know, if you're an hourly employee, they're going to have processes and policies and you're going to have to follow those. Those are going to be for the rules. You're always going to have a boss and someone's going to be telling you what to do. So there are some good things there. People are, a lot of people are very happy with just active income. It is how many of us start off in life. Most of us don't have passive income, and we'll get into that in just a moment. And so we have to actively trade our time for performing a service for others. The other type of income is passive income. And passive income is money that you earn when you are not actively involved in performing a service. Ways that you could have passive income, one would be stocks. You have stocks and they, you know, you're, you're investing into a company, but you don't actively participate in that company. But there is some risk to that, right? If the company is doing well and the, and the value of it goes up, you make money in stocks. You're not actively being there, having to do anything about it. It just happens in the stock market. Real estate's another one. You can invest in real estate. And real estate's been very hot lately. And you can put money into real estate. And as it appreciates then you earn money and you don't actively have to pee there. Again, the market is helping you raise the value of that property as demand is, but there is still some risk. You could have royalties. If you create a software package, in the beginning it would be active because you're actively building that software, but once you release it, you can sell it in an unlimited amount of times and every time somebody downloads that from an app store, you would be making money. So there's some royalties to that. There's also thoughts, ideas, patents, you can get paid on those. If other people use your ideas, they may agree to pay you for using it or your resources. If you have land and you have oil on that land and an oil company wants to come and take that, you can have you can sell them the rights to that and they will pay you in return for extracting that oil from your property. It's just another example. Selling digital products. If you create a video and you want to monetize it or put affiliate marketing on it, every time somebody watches that video, everybody sometimes clicks on a link to go buy something on your video, you could get paid for that. You don't actively have to be involved. Again, you're going to create the video up front. You're going to have to structure it to where you put the links in. You'll have to do initial work in the beginning, but once it's set, you should be able to just let it run and it'll actively get that you'll get that revenue passively. You don't have to actively be involved to do it. So what are some of the pros to passive income? You can earn money all the time. You do not have to actively be involved. You can literally be asleep or traveling the world and still making money. How cool is that? That's something I wanna do. You can follow a hobby. You know, while your money is making you more money, you can sit around and Maybe learn how to play guitar or learn a foreign language or volunteer. You can do all kinds of things. It frees up your time because you don't actively have to be pursuing income. You can follow another hobby. It builds wealth and it builds wealth without you actively being involved. So if you invest it and you're making a percentage off your money, then it's, it's, it's actually helping you build wealth. That's definitely a pro. One of the things, you know, I like, I want to get to more passive income because 
I like it to build wealth because it's kind of like a snowball. Once it gets going and you have it in the right places, it'll keep growing. What cool, how cool is that? And it has almost unlimited potential, right? So as things grow and get bigger, it exponentially has the opportunity to continue to grow. There's just one you and you can only do so much. But if your money is doing other things, it can be in several different things earning you money. So the potential, there's there's really the sky's the limit. You, you can have that money doing all kinds of things for you. And the best part is you can sleep or travel or do whatever you want. It'll just keep doing it. You just set the system in motion. What are some of the cons to passive income? Well, there are still are some cons to passive income. A lot of times when you're talking about stocks, bonds, real estate, there's always a risk. I mean, the assumption is, you know, most of the time those things will appreciate, but sometimes they won't. Sometimes they'll lose money. Sometimes you could buy a stock and the company go out of business and you could lose everything. Now, you want to diversify, but there is going to be some risk with passive income. Or if you set up a system or a video and no one looks at it anymore because it's outdated or, or you know, there, there's something wrong with it, they didn't like it, you spent some time and money trying to build that system and then it went away. So there's going to be some risk there. You have to be patient, right? The other thing is if you're not a patient person, you're going to have to take time to build those systems Maybe let stuff sit for a little while, people discover it, and then they start coming in, or you may have to get some customers, but you have to be patient. It's not always set and forget and you just walk away. I mean, kind of like stocks is an example. So if you bought Tesla stock and it was at $700, say, and then it goes down and it goes up, it goes down, it, goes down, it may drive you crazy. You have to be patient. If you think that that's a good company, it should eventually grow for you. And then, and this is not for everyone, you have to kind of think strategically. You have to know when a system is continuing to work for you or when it's time to tear down a system or take money out of it, like a stock or a bond or real estate. If you feel like it's not going to give you long-term value or if you feel like maybe you have a shorter time frame that you're working with and you don't have the patience to let it grow anymore. So there might be some times where you have to think strategically, okay, what other system can I build where else should I be putting my money to help build it going over? So as a recap, income is a fascinating topic as far as I'm concerned. It is the first part of our cash flow. It is how money comes in. We've already talked about how many ways there are for money to come in. You can get an inheritance. You can get a gift. But the two main ways that income is going to come into your life is going to be active, where you are actively performing a service to earn money, and then there's passive income. This is a system you would build or something you would invest in that is gonna to continue to work for you and doesn't actively need you involved. Once it's set up, it doesn't actively need you involved. Now, personally, I am trying to move away from active income as much as possible and move them into passive. Now with passive, you still have to diversify. You want different streams of income so you want to think about how you could do that, you know, investing in real estate or stocks or lending money to someone if you can get an interest rate for it, putting money in a CD, any way you can do it. But you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket because if something happens that one, we talked about the risk. If you put everything, all your money into one stock and that stock goes away, 
you will potentially have lost all your money. So you have to think strategically about it. But I think that if you do it correctly, you can have a balance of active income, which will feed your passive income machine. You build those systems, maybe in a side hustle, and then you start having that money work for you. And then you can truly build wealth and get yourself some financial independence. Next week, we're going to talk about the defense side. And that's going to be interesting as well. So on the other side, we have expenses. So now that we've talked about money coming in, we're going to spend next episode talking about how money leaves. And sometimes, in my opinion, this is probably the more important side of the equation because once you start have you have ways of income coming in, you can get very clever on keeping that money and not letting it go away. So join me next week. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley. And then go to my website, seantownley.com. Catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.